Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Georgia Supreme Court upholds the heartbeat law. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, this is a great decision, and as a result, you have a lot more babies that will be able to live, a lot more babies that will be able to grow up uh, as a result of this heartbeat law, which is known as Living Infants Fairness and Equality, or or LIFE Act, which protects these babies with a detectable human heartbeat, which is usually around six weeks of pregnancy. Yes, it's a six to one ruling of the Georgia Supreme Court. It reverses a lower court's decision to nullify the law because it was enacted during the era when abortion was considered constitutional under the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision. In this particular situation, however, though, in 2022, the U.S. Supreme Court overruled the rule decision in the Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization decision, stating that Roe was, quote, egregiously wrong mm-hmm. from the start, close quote, and that, quote, the Constitution does not confer a right to abortion, close Amen. quote. Yeah. So this particular law it was signed into effect in 2019, in July of 2020, a federal court struck down the law citing the Roe versus Wade decision. In June of 2022, the Supreme Court, as I mentioned, overruled Roe, and then Georgia appealed the case to the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals, which then restored the Life Act since there was no longer any constitutional protection for abortion. Pro-abortion activists didn't stop with that. They filed a new lawsuit now going from the federal courts into the state courts trying to argue that the state constitution should provide protection. So they filed a lawsuit arguing to the Georgia Supreme Court that the Life Act should have been uh, struck down because the legislatures in 2019 ignored the law of the land at the time when they crafted and enacted it. That was their argument. However, the Georgia Supreme Court reasoned that the Life Act is constitutional now and with the six to one decision uh, allows this Life Act to go into effect. You know, praise God, in the majority opinion that Justice Colvin wrote, the trial court erred in relying on overruled decisions of the United States Supreme Court to conclude that portions of the Life Act violated the United States Constitution when enacted in 2019. The same United States Constitution governs today as when the Life Act was enacted. And Georgia courts are required to look at the United States Supreme Court's now controlling interpretation of the United States Constitution when determining whether a statutory law violates that Constitution. Bottom line, abortion is not in the Constitution. Yes, Justice uh, Colvin of the Georgia Supreme Court also made clear that the U.S. Supreme Court has no power to supply or change the independent and fixed meaning of the United States Constitution. Therefore, Georgia's high court does not view a difference in the Constitution's independent meaning between 2019 and today, nor does it give overruled judicial opinions binding effect after the date they were overruled. 
He goes on to say, because Dobbs is controlling precedent on whether the United States Constitution confers a right to abortion, and because the parties and the trial court do not dispute that the Life Act complies with Dobbs, it follows that the Life Act did not violate the United States Constitution when enacted in 2019. You know, it's really sad these pro-abortion activists are trying so hard to continue to fund the abortion industry, but not realizing the Constitution is all about life. It's protecting our life. Well, the interesting thing is that they're saying, well, at the time in 2019, uh, the ruling would have been one way because of Roe. And so it was passed in 2019. Mm -hmm. It ought to still be unconstitutional, even though Roe has been overturned. But, but not acknowledging that Roe was, you know... Egregiously, egregiously wrong from the start. Egregiously wrong from the beginning. And I think that's what <laughs> you know? he is saying right. here, Justice Colvin, is that, well, you know, Dobbs is controlling, and there's no dispute that under Dobbs it applies and is to be upheld. And consequently, um, it's okay back in 2019, even if Roe was in effect then, because Roe has been overruled. Mm -hmm. So... It is a good decision, six to one decision, and that goes now all the way up to the Federal Court of Appeals, which upheld it, and the highest court of the state, Georgia, which now upheld it. The Life Act is now in place. It's effective uh, in that, as you said, Holly, that bans abortion when there's a detectable heartbeat. And so that typically occurs as early as six weeks of pregnancy. So that means by the time you even know that you're pregnant, because this is just just a little past where you might miss your first menstrual cycle. Uh, it would be very early in the pregnancy, and there's a detectable heartbeat. That means abortion is banned in Georgia. So this will be a huge decision. You know, we looked at stats. We need to get some updated stats now to see what it looks like with some of these cases coming down, upholding these abortion restrictions. But even looking at July to December of 2022, after mm -hmm. Dobbs was handed down reversing Roe, about 5,200 fewer abortions were conducted during that time per month. Right. 5,200 or so, on average, fewer abortions per month during the months of July to December of 2022 because Roe was overturned. Right. And just as a footnote, you know, the pro-abortion activists that challenged this argued to the Georgia High Court that the law violates due process and equal protection rights of the Georgia Constitution. So the court didn't offer a decision on those claims, and the court has since remanded it back to the lower court to rule on these issues, at which we will file amicus brief. That's right. So we're filing amicus briefs in a lot of these cases all over the country. So this is a great decision here from the Georgia Supreme Court. Uh, this uh, case is one of several um, mm -hmm. that are heartbeat laws. At least five states have six-week heartbeat laws, uh, such as Florida. Florida's heartbeat law will go into effect when the Florida Supreme Court upholds the 15-week abortion ban, and that case is pending right now before the Florida Supreme Court. If that 15-week abortion ban is upheld, then the six-week heartbeat law immediately goes into effect. I think we're going to see that happen. So we have Florida, Iowa, Mississippi, Ohio, 
and South Carolina. And, you know, I think a critical issue here is education. You know, just as you experienced that when you were on one side of abortion at one time and now, you know, your eyes were opened, I think this is this is a, this occurs so many people, and we need to start in the church and start educating what abortion really is and life that really begins at conception. Yes, and a picture certainly is worth... Uh, a thousand words is the expression, and that's mm -hmm. really what impacted me back in 1983 is when I saw the video of a first trimester abortion. And it was undeniable when you see the baby body parts where they have to look at them to make sure they got everything. And the reason they do that is to make sure they didn't leave an arm, a leg, or mm -hmm. some body part in the woman because otherwise that would start to deteriorate and decay and cause infection. So they have to reassemble the baby body part. And I remember when the suction tube actually attached to the baby, there was a jump in the hose wherein it stopped the suction and then sucked the baby into the tube and goes into the container. And then they have to take that out and reassemble it. That was, you know, you could talk about pro-choice all you want to or reproductive care. When you see that, mm -hmm. all those euphemisms go out the window. That little baby fighting for life. Right. And that's at that would be these early um, first trimester abortions. That would even be one that would be after six weeks. You know, and we have a lot of that information on our website, on our life page, actually, that talks about the reasons women get abortions, what abortion really is, and a whole document about the truth about abortion that people can download print out, share it with people in your church to really educate. That is the key here. Don't go along with what pro-abortionists are saying. Oh, it's a woman's right. It's women's health care, blah, blah, blah. It is a life, a baby's life. And we need to understand that. And the website uh, that we will continually update regarding updating all these different briefs and the status of the laws, all these different challenges is lc.org forward slash life. That's lc.org forward slash life. In addition to these heartbeat laws, there are about 16 other states that ban abortion at conception, and we list all of those in our press release on this issue, but also on the website lc.org forward slash life. Continue to pray for our cases as we're litigating all over the country, particularly at the state Supreme Courts, to defend the sanctity of human life, to make the womb a safe place. Once again, lc.org forward slash life. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.